Welcome to the step-by-step podcast. Uh, We're here to do a deep dive into our step-by-step series through the Bible with Pastor Jim. My name's Nate, and I'm here with Pastor Jim. Awesome. Super happy to be here. Happy to be kicking off this new sort of venture. Good. How's your day going? So far, so good. It's uh, restful. Good. So our goal with both this series um, and this podcast is for us to become better acquainted with the Bible so we can be better students of the Bible. So if you haven't listened to any of the step-by-step series uh, yet, check it out. It's on our app, the CCVB app. It's on our website. Um, It's available on podcasts as well as our YouTube channel. Um, And uh, this podcast is going to come out monthly. And basically, our goal is to be covering the sections of the step-by-step series. Um, And our goal here really is to expound on the ideas that you're presenting each week in the step-by-step series, some of the major themes or even some of the personal applications of what we're learning through step-by-step. So just explain for a moment what step-by-step is and what you do each week in the teaching. All right. So um, one of the things, one of the goals with Step by Step is to remove barriers or um, difficulties that would hinder someone from venturing into reading their Bible or studying their Bible. And uh, personally, you know, when I first became a believer, um, I, I was afraid of the Bible because my experience in school had been that I didn't understand most of the literature that was presented to me. Mm. And so as a result, I found myself only reading the passages that I was familiar with, and most of them were narration. So when there's a story and there's characters and there's drama and there's action and reaction, it's a little bit easier to follow. But when you get into different types of literature, um, literature that is didactive or it's teaching or it's poetry or it's prophetic or there's or there's symbolism, and I was just like, I'm afraid to even try because I'm not going to understand this. And so my goal in this is to try to remove some of those difficulties so that a person is aware of what they're getting into when they're facing the Bible as a whole and each book individually Mm. so that it makes it easier for them to be able to, like, oh, I recognize this as one of those challenges. Now Mm. I understand it. Now I can glean from what's there. And so some of the, not only are you giving us the content for the book, but you're also giving us sort of the tools to look at the Bible so that you can sort of dig in for yourself, right? I'm I'm hoping for that, yeah. Um, And I think that's probably one of the missing things for a lot of people is, is trying to read the Bible like maybe you would read a different book. Um, and not realizing, like you're saying, how many different styles of writing are within the Bible and just, I mean, so much confusion surrounding that. Right. I think there's, there's two parallel things. One thing that we've, we've done here at the church is we've, we've done, um, uh, inductive Bible study mm-hmm. lessons to try to put those type of tools to help uncover meaning from a passage. Mm-hmm. So it's like, here are the tools that are going to help you extrapolate meaning from any passage of scripture, whatever it's like. Mm-hmm. Step by step is a, is a little bit different in that we're isolating each book of the Bible. And now we're going to give you this background information. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to understand how it relates to 
what it's what's led up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to analyze the book, its layout, the subject matter that's in it, if it's narrative, who the characters are, um, and the main lessons from the book. And then we're also going to see how it fits into the message of the Bible as a whole. Right. And so um, I, I think those are things that are helpful. I think as those things are addressed, it makes it easier for a person to read that on their own and then take maybe the inductive tools and start digging into understanding it more thoroughly. It's interesting when talking about the Bible and understanding the Bible, just in general, to think about how often people even read their Bible. Um, According to recent studies, only about 5% of people in the U.S. frequently read their Bible. Um, 29% of people never read their Bible and 32% of Americans who claim to be Christians read their Bible. Um, and one of the reasons this study is shown for people not reading the Bible um, is because of complexities in language or simply not knowing how to use it or how to understand it. And really, this is exactly your goal. It's to sort of speak on these kind of troubling statistics a little bit to resource and help people realize that the Bible isn't um, maybe as confusing or scary um, as they might think. So just talk about that for a moment. Why is this your goal? Why do you want to see more people engage in their Bible? Well, I would say two reasons. Number one is the impact that the Bible is going to have on the individual Christian. We know from the claims of the Bible itself that the Bible is going to feed them. The Bible is going to direct them. The Bible is going to instruct them. Mm. The Bible is going to cleanse them. Mm. The Bible is going to equip them. So all the things that help us develop into the the people that Jesus is desiring for us to become, the Word of God is what produces that. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus told a a parable, and he equated the Bible to a seed. Mm -hmm. And we know now that a seed has all of the genetic information already encoded in it to make a plant what the plant's going to be. Right. So the seed, it's already there. The, the type of plant, the size of the plant, the fruitfulness of the plant, it's already mm-hmm. encoded. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, this book's like a seed. I'm trying to produce a certain thing mm-hmm. in an individual's life. This is what's going to produce it. Right. So number one is the Word of God in the life of the individual is going to be the primary tool that the Holy Spirit uses to produce who God wants us to ultimately become. Mm. The second reason <clears throat> is that, you know, historically speaking, the, the, the gospel is what leads into an area. So a, a missionary or like Paul the Apostle goes into an area with the gospel. He presents the gospel and people come into a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Then a church is established. Mm-hmm. And the church establishes and, and what basically happens is you have a community now that develops where people can grow and develop in their relationship with the Lord. But when the word of God is then simply put into the hands of the people, mm-hmm. That's when this can be generational because now an individual can understand the Bible, can share the Bible with another individual, Mm -hmm. another individual. And so historically speaking, that's the way um, that's the way Christianity moves forward, Mm -hmm. not just in sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking, geographically, Mm -hmm. but generationally. Right. Like if, if we can get the word of God into our lives and understand it, we can share it with our children, right. who can share it with their grandchildren, right. who can share it and so Well, forth. it's like that that uh, saying where the, the Bible or the gospel or the message of, of Christianity is always one generation away from extinction. 
And so understanding the Bible. Right. That's the key. Is the key. Yeah. Um, and I think for, for many people, just that, uh, that fear or that whatever it is, uh, causes them individually to miss out on the calling and the clarity that God has for their life. And then if I could just, um, kind of continue on that thought. Um, not only is it going to impact individuals and generations to come, but it really transforms the local community and really the world in bringing the kingdom of heaven, like Jesus would talk about, to uh, as it or as it is in heaven. So let it be here on earth. And and understanding the word of God really does that for a society, for culture. Right. 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 Well, if if Jesus is a king. Hmm and Jesus has a kingdom, then Jesus also has instruction, lifestyle, for how the people within his kingdom are going to live, how they're going to um, view themselves, mm. how they're going to view each other, and how they're going to view the community and the world that they're part of. Mm -hmm. The only way we're going to find that out is in the pages of God's Word. Right. And so the idea of taking the Word of God from the pulpit— and putting the word of God into the hands of the people yeah. is it's going to have a tremendous impact upon how the kingdom of God influences their home mm -hmm. and then how their home influences neighborhoods right. and how their neighborhood influences community and so forth. Right. So there's a there's a wonderful passage. It's presented in Deuteronomy and then it's acted out in Joshua. Mm -hmm. And the children of Israel, they they go into the promised land. And they are to gather together between two mountains. And I'm going to I'm going to um, pronounce those very English, not very <laughs> Hebrew, uh, but Mount Ebal and Mount Gerasim. Mm -hmm. And the people are all gathered between. And six of the tribal leaders go up one mountain, and six of the tribal leaders go up another mountain. And from one mountain, um, they're going to read all of the blessings. This is what God is going to bring into your life if you know what the Word says and you do what the Word says. Wow. And all the people say, well, that's what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And then and then on the other mountain, these guys read the curses. And they mm -hmm. say, this is what's going to happen to your life. These are just mm -hmm. the natural consequences of, of not knowing the Word and not doing what it says. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the people are like, that's not what we want. Right. Now, unfortunately, as we read through the historical narrative, mm -hmm. we find that more often than not, they were suffering the consequences of not obeying mm. than receiving the benefits of obeying. Right. But one of the interesting things that happens in that scene is that Moses instructs them, when you do this, <clears throat> he says, you're going to get these large stones and you're going to whitewash these stones and you're going to write the words of the law very clearly mm. so everybody mm. can understand them. Mm. It wasn't, hey, the leaders are going to understand it, and the leaders are going to instruct all the people and do everything the leader says. Mm -hmm. It was, no, 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 let's get the word into the hands of the people because that's how they're going to be able to live the life that God can bless rather right. than suffering the consequences of living outside the boundaries mm. of a life that God can bless. That's great. And I think even just you you explaining this and saying this, I, I hope already people are thinking, yeah, that is cause for me to get into the Bible. Now, before we um, wrap this thing up, I just want to ask, because there's lots of parts that even, um, even on our best days, uh, we get a little confused when it comes to the Bible. So what would you say to somebody that's maybe um, 
gets to that point and is thinking about, okay, well, I gave it my best effort and I'm still lost. Um, what does somebody do when they, or maybe they're like, each day in and day out, they just still f- feel confused about the Bible. How would you speak to them in reading their Bible, still feeling a little confused? Right. Well, I would say, you know, like anything else, um, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to venture in, you just say, you decide, I'm going to be a runner. Mm-hmm. You don't sign up for a marathon, right? Right. You try to make it around the block, mm. and uh, and consistently going around the block several times, you can you can then go around two blocks, and and you build and develop. So the first thing I would say is, if the Bible is brand new to you, mm. I would say what you want to do is you want to start with passages that are um, more easy to understand. Yeah. So I would I would introduce a person into the Gospel of Mark. Mm. It's 16 chapters telling us the life and ministry of Jesus. That's great. Then I would introduce them to the book of Acts. Mm. And I would say, okay, here, here's the story of the birth and the development of the church. Mm. Then I would introduce them back to maybe Luke. Mm. And let's reread the story of Jesus again and get familiar with that again. Mm-hmm. Then I would pick some of the short epistles, mm-hmm. Philippians and um, Ephesians, and ones that, that are only a few chapters long, mm-hmm. and so that if you get lost, it's easy to restart. Mm-hmm. So that would be one to like, the Bible's brand new to you. Mm-hmm. The second thing I'd say to someone who's saying, okay, I've, I've done kind of that, and now I'm, I'm trying to venture into more of a reading through the Bible. Yeah. Maybe you've picked up, we have a program here right. at Calvary encouraging people to read through the Bible with us um, throughout the year. Right. Um, and lots of resources that are connected with that. But um, in that, I would keep in mind what Paul said about the Scripture. He said, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Mm -hmm. And then he talks about various things it's profitable for. And so we recognize that that all Scripture is profitable, but it's not all profitable for the same thing. So if you're reading through a passage of Scripture and you come to a list of names, Mm -hmm. whether they're places or people, Mm -hmm. here's what I would do, skip them. (laughs) Unless you're doing a deep dive into the genealogical record of Israel or Jesus. Otherwise, skip it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have devotional value. (laughs) It's not gonna help you in conversation with your children Mm -hmm. about the struggle they're having on the playground. Um, And so it's it's okay to recognize you're you're reading, you know, the first thing we venture into is is the law. And we're reading about some of the some of the um, uh, religious laws that govern how Israel worship God with a tabernacle and a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, well, that's I can skim this. This I don't need to get this goat, <laughs> right. this bull, and how many on this day is irrelevant to me. Right. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. You're not sacrilegious mm-hmm. by recognizing this is meaningful right. in in its place. But it's not something that I'm somehow having to try to find some real embraced devotional mm. feeling from right. if I'm just reading about, you know, some ceremony right. that is not relevant to how we worship Jesus today. That's great. Yeah, I think um, that is such good encouragement to hear for somebody. And I would just add, just keep going, you know, and like you said, it, just that uh, building of stamina, the rep- repetition, and just really learning um, what the Bible is all about. And just seeing, like you said, you, you the first thing you said, one of the benefits is that it's food. And um, like most people, um, I don't remember what I ate a week ago. Um, sometimes I don't remember what I ate for breakfast that day. Um, but it had the nutritional value that I needed. And so 
the the food that we eat in God's word, even though it might not be that feeling or that revelation for our life, it's still foundational and building for us as we walk with Jesus. Well, I, I'm going to uh, call it here. Um, and I think we've, we've covered a lot. Just this is sort of our first um, explanation for step-by-step. And as we move through this um, podcast series, we're going to get in more depth. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and I, again, I, my hope is people gain a better understanding of the Bible as a whole, mm. as each, in, each book individually, and then that works as sort of an entry point mm. for them to dive into that book. Yeah. Um, and I especially think of, of guys who are maybe sensing a call to ministry and mm. to teach for the first time, to be able to take one of the books of the Bible, get the big picture right. of it, mm-hmm. before they start going through and dissecting the individual yeah. truths. So. Yeah. So as we go, I just want to say, uh, join us for monthly conversations surrounding the step-by-step content. Again, step-by-step comes out every week um, right here, wherever you're listening. So make sure you stay uh, tuned into that. Thanks for listening to this preseason episode. And uh, we'll begin the official episode one very soon. So make sure you subscribe to not miss a thing. And we'll see you back here soon. Awesome. Thanks for listening. 